0: Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear.
1: You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com iHeart.
2: My next guest, we were laughing before we uh, brought up this interview because of the fact that... uh I've known him a long time, man. You know, the, the great thing about this show is to get to hear and meet people and you kind of like watch their career. And this is one gentleman, I've actually watched his career as, as a young man and now a grown man. I'm talking him a young man and a grown man. He grew up in Germany with his mother, uh, a psychologist from Germany, and his father. He's a physician from Ghana, West Africa. So that's a lot of, lot of that's the career you, suppose you think he will go, you know, psychologist, physician. No, but he was a talented uh, tennis player, one of the best tennis players in Germany until a, a chronic back injury slowed him down. So he said, what am I going to do next? I'm, I'm tall. I look good. Hollywood! Hollywood! Now he's become one of the most consistent working actors in Hollywood. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, i about to say my name, Boris Kojo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy, boy. Good morning, Richard. Oh, oh, How just, are like, you? Just, now, Boris had been by my house. He beat my daughter badly in tennis. You know, because here's a guy who practices with Serena. Okay, now I'm just telling you how good he is. He he was when well, Serena wants to practice sometime. Probably not now. Because you know, she got private jets and everything. But uh <laughs> he would always practice with her. So he was in town one day, and my daughter, little tennis prodigy, I said, Boris, can you come by and play her? And my daughter said, He's so good. You know, he's a, if you look at him, he's a natural athlete. But I always want to thank you. <laughs> and I want to tell you, my daughter, she went pro, just to give you a backstory on that. She went pro, was doing well, then she blew out her knee. Boris. Oh, she blew out her knee. No way. ACL. And now she's in college. I'm uh, happy for her, man. She's in college and uh, uh, she's majoring in mechanical engineering. Now she told me to tell you hi. I told uh, she was looking at my calendar and said, Oh, Mr. Mr. Cole, you're going to be on your show. I said, Yes, baby. Uh, but she's doing well, and my wife told me to tell you hi as well. And uh thank great. you. And, uh, my love. Thank you, man. So when you was uh whenever you, you say you have to do something for your family, I always know I understand that because family is important and it makes a difference in everybody's life. Now your life, you and I go back at least. Sixteen years, twenty years, twenty, 20 years. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. I, I'm thinking about the Steve Harvey years. Over I mean, twenty years when he was that's coming right. in auditioning for our sitcoms. He's coming that's in, uh, right? Sister, Sister, Sister Jamie Foxx, uh, Monique, yeah. and um, you know, and Boris, it's really uh, when I look at your look at your career, man, because you know stand up comedy. You've been a, a basic. I want to say kind of like a superhero in those Resident Evil movies. Uh, you know, you was <laughs> a voice in the Ferdinand movie. Uh, you uh, uh-huh. uh, you spoofed yourself in Real, Real Real Housewives of Hollywood, and now you're playing a, a, a doctor, Real a, a husband a husband of, of, of Hollywood, and then you, now you're playing a doctor on Cold Black. Did did, mm-hmm. did did you see all that, man? Did you see that journey shaping itself like that?
0: You know, you never know what uh, God will bless you with. Yeah. Um, I, one thing that I can say that that's been a consistent in my life was that uh, I've always had faith, and that I've always been ready. Mm-hmm. So, whenever opportunity presented itself to me, uh, I was able to take advantage. I was able to take advantage of it, whether it was a scholarship uh, that I got to play tennis at VCU, or a modeling contract I had with Ford, or then you know the acting world. I was always ready to take advantage, right. and um, that's something that's been that's been a constant in my life.
2: And that's really important because here's the deal about uh, Boris and I, you know, and and he, and and he knows me as a guy who I called him, hey, Boris, can you do this? I, I remember when Steve would go on vacation, I would call him, could you sit in? Because I always felt he was just a super talented guy, and the way you get out of mm-hmm. being typecast is you do things that people don't consider normal. And I always felt that's when he right. hosted the show – it just showed a different side of him for four hours because people go, when people ask me, you got Boris Corwin hosting your show, I go, hey, 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 chill. I'm the producer. I created this show. I can do what I want to do. And just and so <laughs> and, and I felt that I felt that you was funny. You was articulate. You, you interviewed. And I always felt, man, that what I see now is what I saw way back then. And I'm, I'm so proud of you, man. And and when every time I when I saw you on The Real Husband of Hollywood acting like a fool, I like, went, well, this boy, he ain't lost his mind now. <laughs> So how did that come? Uh, up? How did that come about? You improv with Kevin Hart on a crazy show on BET.
0: Yeah, well, you know, my, my one of my best friends is Chris Spencer, and he's yes, the yes, of the yes, show. yes. I know Chris Spencer. You know, Chris. you know, Chris. <laughs> yes, and and we we were talking about this a long time ago, and uh-huh. and he wanted to put this together, and and you know, one thing that a lot of people don't know is that we were, we were all real friends, right? Uh, you know, Kevin. Dwayne Nelly, we're all friends, and, and we used to hang out the same way that you saw it on TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so the, the show wasn't a big stretch. It's just that it gave us a creative license to just act a fool because you know this is a hyper real version of who we are. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it was fun because we got to you know we got to hang out with each other again, spend some time together. So this is this has been one of the, the most satisfying sort of. Things that I've done in my career because it's it, it, it was just it came natural as our down right you know right.
2: and that's that's, that's yeah. what I liked about it and it, I liked about it because it seeing you in that light because you know you you and your wife Nicole Harry Parker had done a sitcom yeah. together and mm-hmm. so that was really mm-hmm. your first you know you know you know you because you've done comedic roles and uh, but this mm-hmm. is the first time you were starring in a comedic sitcom and then and then you turn around yeah. you in this this is a blown out funny off you know off the wall popular because i ran into Paris, mm-hmm. i ran into kevin hart he was over there syndicating in myth so it was being syndicated in europe yeah. so this was a, a worldwide phenomenon real husbands of hollywood and so with that being said how did that help your brand doing that show
0: you know um <clears throat> i think it's, it's true uh the, the diversity that I could bring to the table because when you first start out in hollywood um the first role you play uh-huh. that uh that garners you some some um uh some 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 notoriety if you will right uh the studios tend to studios tend to book you or 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 want to cast you for the same roles over and over again so uh if you're not careful. You end up in a, in a box and you end up being labeled a certain a certain way. so anytime I was able to stretch and do something that people didn't expect me to do, I took advantage of it you mm-hmm. know because mm-hmm. uh, that's how people that's how people learn how versatile you are you know I, I graduated with a business degree and and I, I, I never used it until I came to Hollywood and then I figured out, okay look uh i'm more than an actor i'm i'm a brand you right. know i'm a brand so i have to i have to i have to approach my career like i would if i was developing a brand mm-hmm. so part of that development is being as versatile as you can to you know show yourself in a different light to make people understand that you can you're not a you're not a one trick pony and I think I've accomplished that with uh with roles like, you know, real husbands.
2: Well I'm gonna tell you also, the big role, at least I the really it was the eye turner for me, was when you got the the NBC show undercover. It was undercover, right? When you played at Undercover Spy. Yeah. Man, yeah. I'ma tell you something. When I saw you and I went, My boy you know, it's kinda crazy because you you know, I know you. You just, I know you as Boris. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you yeah. got that role, I was like,
0: Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: He starred on yeah, NBC. That was, that
0: was a great... Yeah, that was a great... <laughs> that was a great... J.J. <laughs> J. Abrams! J.J. Abrams! J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. It was great. It was a really, really great show. It was... It was well... produced. Um And it's fun. So they canceled the show after the first season, and mm-hmm. we had almost 9 million viewers. I know! Which... Which na which nowadays uh, they would they would kill for nine million viewers. Absolutely. You know, nowadays shows like that they have four or five million. So um, it's just a, it's just a testament to to how Hollywood works or or you know how it doesn't work sometimes. It's it's about timing. It's about it's about things sometimes that don't make a lot of sense. You right. know. And uh, at the, at the time it was it was probably if you think about it that was almost ten years ago so yes um maybe maybe we were a little bit ahead of our time and maybe that's what hurt us you know because if you look at the if you look at the TV uh, atmosphere right now, now, a show like Undercover come on now would fit perfectly into what's going on right now. Absolutely, you know?
2: especially on Netflix. Uh, yeah. Especially on Netflix.
0: Yeah. Oh no. Absolutely. No doubt. No doubt. Dude. This show would go on forever. Um, but you know it's it's part of it's part of the journey. You know, some things. Uh, you know, sometimes the timing is right, and sometimes the timing is off. You just got to roll with the punches.
2: And then and then when it was in my house, I was going. Or we was talking. I go because he started Resident Evil, and I said. I said mm-hmm. you survived. He said, "Yes, Rashad, go back and look."
0: <laughs> and, then, and then he went
2: on. Then he went on the uh, uh, internet. and He found a clip that showed he survived because you did two Resident Evils, correct?
0: Yes, that's right. That's right. And if everybody knows usually, that, usually you know, usually, usually the black guy dies. There you go.
2: That's <laughs> all.
0: When I signed on, I made sure I made sure that I
2: would survive. He said, sure? "No, no, no. I lived. I lived." cuz it goes into the hole and there's nothing but uh those uh those uh, those um, uh zombies down zombies. there. So, there's no way yeah. he could live. It was no way. I knew he was dead. <laughs> he survived. He showed me the clip he survived and you did two episodes there. When we come back, we want to talk about the uh your clothing line. And also talk about Nicole yeah. Ari Parker being in Target stores. And also talk about your mm-hmm. foundation. We'll be right back with more. Of my friend, man. let go so great. I'm so proud of you, man. And I say that with sincerity. Uh he knows Thank I would make phone calls to him. Hey man, get on this phone. Let's promote that NBC mm-hmm. show. Come over and host this show. He knows I'm a firm right. I'm a fan of Boris Kojo. Be right back with more. Thank you. Okay, I'm back on the line uh Boris Kojo, good friend of mine. Um uh, incredible father incredible husband uh, an incredible person uh, an entrepreneur that's what I love about it because uh, in 2010 he uh, just started a custom clothing line and uh, tell everybody about it uh, you you've been you've been telling me about it for years it, it did what you it started with your brother correct of
0: that's that's right Pat my brother Patrick um he, he brought the concept to me and it was basically um Putting putting the, the the notion of custom made suits and shirts on his head because traditionally uh, owning a custom suit or shirt is something that not a lot of people can afford because it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to we wanted to cater to the other ninety percent, the other ninety nine percent of people who deserve to have suits and shirts that fit. So we mm-hmm. created World of Alpha, which is an online custom suits and shirts manufacturer. And, um, you basically go online to worldofalpha.com, you pick your fabrics, uh, you pick your styles, and you walk through different design options, and you actually design your own suit online. Um, we have hundreds of different fabrics, we have, uh, tons of different design options there's a there's a measuring page where you can put your measurements mm-hmm. and if you don't have your measurements there's a little video to teaches you how to <laughs> how to get those measurements done honest you measurements put your you put your inf- honest measurements <laughs> put your info in there and 25 days later you get your suit or your shirt in the mail and um we launched yeah we launched about uh yeah eight eight years ago right mm-hmm. and with great success and it's been it's been an amazing journey as well um uh, not only do we do straight to consumer uh, suits and shirts, but we also uh, target universities. We target uh, NCAA uh, um, teams like UNC and, and, and uh, Michigan State are, are customers of ours with the whole football team and the whole basketball team that are in World of suits Because, you know, when you're an athlete, uh, you can't buy off the rack. So oh, you've got to get custom stuff. And uh, usually it's too expensive. Started two fifty. Mm-hmm. Our shirts started thirty bucks, so it's very affordable. Wow. It's great material, one hundred percent wool. There's uh, there's different um, wool blends. Uh, we have linen, uh, so you got to check it out. It's a it's a really great way to get your custom suits and shirt.
2: Okay, let me talk to people out here now about this. A thirty dollar custom shirt, because I know you know you can go over there and get. I'm gonna just start something like Arrow nineteen dollars, well, but that's uh-huh. an Arrow shirt. Mm-hmm. $30 custom uh-huh. shirt. Now, I'm just telling you, I buy, I, I can't, I've never bought a $30 custom shirt because I didn't know about yep. the service.